hey, welcome to In the Growth Space. I'm David and I'm your host. Really grateful to have you here with me today. We're going to be discussing uh, another important leadership skill. And I think that this leadership skill is really going to put us all in our own growth space. I know it has for me. Um, and, and that skill is the art of asking good questions. Now, before we, we get started in this, let me just say here at the beginning that we've only got two more episodes uh, left in this season. And I honestly just can't believe how fast time is flying. Man, this, this, this season has really gone fast. And, and as I mentioned in my episode, I think it's 34, um, th that I am planning a 30-day sabbatical. So this break that we're going to take here in, the, in between season two and season three, it's going to help me to really live into the commitment that I, I've made to myself and, and to my team. And, and really, it's, it's going to help me to live into that sabbatical in really fully. And so I'm really, really grateful for it. But, but don't worry, because um, all of the previous episodes are going to be up on all of the platforms. Uh, the podcast platforms. So um, you're, you can go back and listen to those podcasts. You can uh, re-listen to the ones that maybe are your favorites, um, or maybe if you missed one or two, um, you can go back and, and, and check those out. We've had over 120 episodes in between our two seasons. So honestly, that's a lot to draw on. And I can hardly believe that we've had that many uh, episodes. One request that I do have for you before we get into today's episode would you just let me know what's been one of the most impactful things for your own growth journey from the podcast? If, if you're a regular listener and you've subscribed, I really want to know that. So send me a note, david at davidmcglennon.com. I really would love to hear what's been maybe the most impactful um, conversation, uh, guest, topic. I just want to, I just want to hear what your, your thoughts are and what's impacted you the most. And if you have thoughts on how uh, we can improve for the, the coming third season or, or how we can help you even more, please let me know. How, and I would love to, to hear from you. All right, let's go ahead and get into today's subject and this episode. If there is one skill that I think separates a mediocre uh, leader from a great one, I really believe that it's the ability to be curious and ask good questions. I really think too that it's a it's a skill that takes some cultivating. It's not natural for us as adults. You know, I, I think that when we were children, um, we were the most curious that perhaps we've ever been. And 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 as children, um, we wanted to know all the reasons why something happened, and, and we wanted to gain understanding. But as any parent of a toddler knows, um, there are re relentless why daddy questions or why mommy questions. And, and if you're anything like me, that usually ends up in the response, because I said so. <laughs> I, I know I've been there uh, five times. Um, <laughs> but when a, a child keeps getting shut down, so really naturally over time, um, when we keep getting shut down, we just stop asking questions. We stop being curious. And, and I think that that's really sad. And I think it's, it's something that we have to foster as adults and we have to really cultivate it. And I guess, why do I say that this particular skill is such an important part of leadership? 
and and I think the the reason why I say it is that there is still this myth in leadership today that a lot of people buy into, and a lot of people think that the leader has to have all the answers, and that we've got to have the answers when our people come to us that and and they have questions that we have to have questions or we have to have the answers, I should say. And that's just not the case. The the, the myth is that you're the sage with all of the wisdom and then that you need to tell everybody what to do. And and honestly, that myth stems from the industrial era. And in the industrial era, the bosses, the, the supervisors, the managers wanted to control and command their workers. They didn't want to lead their workers. So the reality is that leaders don't have the answers. They don't have all of the answers. They they have some of the answers. But if you're a leader, just trust me, you do not have all the answers. But your job is to draw out answers from your people and draw out the wisdom and the potential that's within your team members. Each individual has a unique perspective and has a unique experience that can contribute. You wouldn't have hired them if they didn't. And so really the only way to do this, the only way to pull out the the collective wisdom and the individual wisdom of your team members is, is through questions. And so your job as a leader is to develop your people and unlock that potential and, and help them to use the strengths that they have. And when we unlock the collective wisdom and the collective intelligence of our people and our teams, we create one of the most sustainable competitive advantages that's available to business anywhere today. I mean, it is the most sustainable competitive advantage when we can unlock that wisdom and create a culture around asking good questions and and high performance. So, Asking good questions is critical, and it's it's critical to being a great leader, and, and it's it requires having a growth mindset, and, and really, I think that's the foundation for, for asking more questions and, and really developing curiosity. And what a growth mindset means really is that you've got to believe that you can develop and learn. So if, if, if you believe that, then that means that there must be things that you don't know. And even when you come up against a challenge or a challenging person, you know that there's more to the story and you can dig to find out more through questions. So a growth mindset really means that you can learn new things and you can work on new skills. And that does require failure too. It means that you're not always gonna be right and that's okay. So by asking good questions, that's just part of this, you know, learning and growing process. So that's why I say that uh, a growth mindset is required. It's really foundational for being curious and, and asking good questions. Now there's a there's a scholar uh, by the name of John Seeley Brown, and he was the uh, chief scientist of the Xerox Corporation. And he also was a co-founder of the Institute for Research on Learning. And he says that a questioner can thrive in these times of exponential change. And I quote, 
if you don't have that disposition to question, you're going to fear change. But if you're comfortable questioning, if you're comfortable experimenting, and if you're comfortable connecting things, then change is something that becomes an adventure. And if you can see it as an adventure, then you're off and running. And that, that passage is from a, a book called A More Beautiful Question by Warren Berger. It's a great book. Uh, I, I read it um, last year. And so, and so I, I love that quote because he talks about questioning and experimenting and connecting things. And when you do that, and when you can see that as an adventure, I mean, that's, I mean, I love adventures. I mean, adventures are fun, right? So being curious and learning to be curious and and having that growth mindset, it's all about seeing life and leadership as an adventure. And, and as I said, I, I love adventures and I think probably you do too. <laughs> so asking good questions is such a powerful tool for leaders and that helps us to connect with our teams and it helps us to build trust with our teams. And it, it honestly helps us to, to gain the valuable insights that we need into the challenges that we face as, as leaders within our organization, within our teams, and, and frankly, within ourselves as well. So being able to ask good questions um, actually can foster a culture of innovation too, because it's gonna help us to think differently and think with possibility. And it's gonna help our teams to identify new opportunities and it's going to ultimately lead to better decision-making. And, and so how, how, does it, how does it lead to better decision-making? Well, let's just say that a, a leader, let's say you are facing a challenge. Um, within, let's just say it's within your organization. Instead of just jumping to a solution and, and, and trying to come up with a solution and and telling people what you think, if you ask first questions that, that help you to better understand the problem, things like questions like, well, what's really causing the issue? Or how does this problem affect our customers? Or um, what impact is this going to have on our, on our Q2 revenue? Or um, how, what is the root cause of this issue? And I guess really, if you've been around um, continuous improvement environments or perhaps lean uh, processes, um, you've probably done the five whys. The five whys essentially came from Toyota. And, and what they did is whenever they had a problem, they would ask the question why five times. And so with each level, they dig in just a little bit deeper. Well, why is this happening? Oh, okay. Then why is that? And why is that happening? And when you get to about that fifth question, essentially you're going to get to the, the root issue or the root cause, and then you can solve for it. So if you just get the, the, the surface question and you try to answer it without asking more questions to uncover really what's behind it and, and get a little bit more details, you may be answering the wrong question. So I guess the most important part then is how do we develop? How do you develop this skill? How do you develop the, the skill of asking good questions? And I think the first way, first of all, is to, to recognize that there are two types of questions. And most people 
are going to ask the close-ended kind of questions. So it's the yes or no questions. In, and, and when you get to um, asking good questions, you really want to ask open-ended questions. And those open-ended questions are things that require, they're questions that require more of a thought and, and you have to expand on them and you're going to get a more detailed response. And they usually start with the how uh, part of the question or, or what or where or when and, and why. Uh, the, the why I, I really caution, especially new leaders against using why a whole lot, um, just because when we get asked the question why, especially if it's to a person, um, there's a defense mechanism that can that can shoot up, especially um, if it's a, if it's an issue that relates to their 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 performance or maybe something that they were involved in a project that they were involved in. So just be careful with why. I guess that's that's the bottom line. But but those open ended questions that start with how or what or where or when um, are going to be you know really key to you know unlocking. Um, the real answers and getting to the the more details of of, of any issue and, and any challenge. And then in a second, I'm going to um, tell you about and give you four more categories of, of questions, four more categories of, of open-ended questions. But before I do that, the real, I think, underlying skill after we ask a good question, what do you think it is? It's listening. So ask, after we've asked a great question, we have to have the discipline to close our mouths and open our ears. My dad used to say, David, you've got two ears and one mouth. Use them in that proportion. And so uh, listening twice as much as I speak, um, sometimes I don't do a great job of that. Other times I do a pretty good job of that. But active listening or generous listening, listening as I like to, to, to say or, or call it, um, is a skill that second to asking good questions is really necessary. So make sure that you're listening, not to respond, but you're listening to understand. And when you do that, and when you're really active listening, um, you're, gonna, you're gonna be uh, much more prepared to um, hear what is being said. And in, in response to the questions that you've asked. So I, I talked about um, four different question types, and, and these are really all open-ended questions, but there, there are four different categories that I see in, in, in asking good questions. And the first is a purpose question. And a purpose question really invites us and invites us to um, connect to a deeper sense of purpose or meaning, or maybe even just a deeper sense of fulfillment in general. So something like, hey, tell me a story that reminds you why your work is important. Tell me a story about why our work is important and, and why it's important to you personally or to the world or to our customers. Um, those kinds of, of, of purpose questions really ground us and really help us to be able to get a sense of, of meaning and, and, and really ties us to our, our, our present moment. It's, it's a very important question that I think 
um, every leader ought to be asking at the beginning of every meeting, hey, why is it important for you to be here today? Why did you show up? I think it's a great question. So a purpose question is, is a category of question that you can use as a leader. The, the, the question, the second type of question is a past question. And those questions invite us to look into the past and study our high points or study our, our, our peak experiences and, 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 and opportunities that we um, can learn from. And any meaningful experiences that we've had, it helps us to learn. So a sample question might be, um, hey, what's the biggest surprise of the year so far? That requires somebody to kind of look back and go, hey, what's been surprising so far? Or what are the areas that you've shown up the best as a team member this, uh, this past 30 days or over the past couple of weeks? What strengths did you exhibit when you showed up at your best? Those are requiring us to kind of look into the past. So purpose and then past and then present. Present questions are really designed to help us to kind of to bubble up present learnings and, and maybe even just share appreciation or, or identify some strengths that are present in individuals or, or, or teams or, or our company. So a question might be something like, hey, how can you appreciate your team right now? What strengths should we nurture no matter how we change? So that's a great question to be able to, especially if you're in a, a season of rapid change, rapid growth. What strengths should we nurture no matter how we change? In other words, what should stay the same? Even if we do change and, and as we change, what needs to stay the same? So those are some, some questions that are in the present. So past well, we'll start with purpose, past, present, and now possibility. That's the fourth uh, type of question or category of question. And, and those possibility questions, I just love them. I, 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 like, uh, I like to call them how might we questions or how might I questions. They're really designed for us to imagine the future and to imagine what we most desire in the future. Um, a question sample might be like, how might we move forward with attracting new clients? Or if you could wave a magic wand, what do you wanna be celebrating a year from now? What might that be? Those help us to go into the future. So the, the four categories again are purpose, past, present, and possibilities. And, and if you use those four categories of questions, they'll help you to be able to uncover uh, what you need to uncover depending on your situation. So as you think about asking questions, you gotta, you gotta ask, well, why should I ask questions? What are the benefits? What, what can we expect when we ask good questions? And really, I think there are five different reasons that you, or five different benefits, I should say, that you'll get from asking good questions. And I think the first one, it should be pretty obvious, but you're gonna encourage creativity and you're gonna create a culture of innovation within your team and within your company. And that alone is, is, is worth it because if you can be creative and you can innovate, um, that's gonna help you be competitive in the environment that you, that you work in. But the second thing too is if you ask good questions, you're also gonna build trust and you're gonna build rapport with your team. Just by asking good questions and, and, and really 
being serious and, and, and really wanting to know and having that attitude of, Hey, I really want to know that's going to create um, a level of connection with your team and rapport. And when you do that, you will create a, a level of performance with your team like you've never seen before. So you're going to build trust and you're going to build rapport. The third thing that um, asking good questions that, that that asking good questions will do is really to gain a deeper understanding of of really what the challenges are that are facing you or facing your team. So when you ask those questions that uncover, I talked about the the five levels of why. That's really going to be digging down deeper and, and finding root causes of, of, of issues. And so when you do that, you're going to gain a, a deeper understanding and you're going to make better decisions because of that. And, and that's really the fourth um, benefit of, of asking good questions. That's improving your decision-making ability and just being able to gather different perspectives from your team. That's going to be um, remarkable to, to help you to, to make better uh, decisions because you've got more information and you've got more perspectives. And the last benefit that I see from asking good questions is, honestly, it's helping your team members to feel valued and, and to feel heard. If you think about it, if, if you get asked your opinion on something, doesn't that make you feel good? Like somebody really wants to know. I, I, I do. I mean, if somebody says, hey, David, you know, I'd love to get your, your insights on this or your perspective on this. Oh, wow. You value my opinion. You really want to you, you really want to know. OK, here's what. And so that makes me feel good. And so your team members are going to feel the exact same way. You're going to help them to feel valued and more importantly, or as importantly, I should say, feel heard, you know, feel like they're heard. And when you do that, you're going to have employees and, and, and team members that will be fully engaged and really performing at their highest level and, and super motivated because when somebody's heard and somebody you know feels listened to, they're gonna they're gonna be motivated because they wanna they want to perform. So how do you start implementing good questions? How do you how do you really like practically begin to get these get this into your everyday repertoire of of being a good leader? I think the first thing you got to do is just stop pretending you know all the answers. I'm sorry, you just don't know all the answers. Despite you know however much experience you have, maybe you've been in an industry for you know 20 years, 25 years, 30 years, whatever it is. Don't pretend that you know it all, because in today's age, uh, day and age, you know, there is absolutely no way that one leader knows everything about the industry because things are changing so fast. So use your team and, and stop, stop pretending that you know it all. So that's the first thing. But I, I think also um, I, I said this earlier, but begin practicing active listening or generous listening when you are a generous listener and when you really want to know what people are, are saying and, and hear what's being said. And, and honestly, what's not being said, you're going to gain insights that you never could have gotten without listening generously. And, and then when you, you know, begin to ask these open-ended questions during a, a team meeting, or perhaps your one-on-one -on -one conversations with your team members, um, they'll, they'll open up more and they'll, they'll give you those insights that you ordinarily couldn't get. And you can also just encourage your team to, to ask questions as well. And 
and start to challenge assumptions during meetings, help them to ask good questions. And then when you do that, you're, you're going to create this culture of curiosity and, and, a, and, a, and a culture of, of, of openness and innovation. Um, so another practical tip that I'll give to you here uh, before we end is that sometimes by putting a question at the, the beginning of an, uh, of an agenda, like the first item, um, that's going to help you to remember to ask more questions. So a great question to, to start any, uh, any meeting is, hey, what do we want to get by the end of this meeting? What is our desired outcome? And when you start to think about what is our desired outcome, you're going to be much more concise and you're going to be working towards that. So put that question on your agenda. And, and then maybe after each agenda item, maybe just jot a note in, in the form of a question like, hey, what do I need to know about this? Or how does this subject affect me? Or how does it affect our team? Um, or what are the repercussions of, of, of this? Um, just being able to be aware that you have different questions about an agenda item is going to help you to, to be more curious and it's going to foster um, you asking more questions. And really another way that you can bring this into your organization and create this culture is, is to do some training with your team. And, and you know, self-servingly here, my team has a workshop that we've used for global organizations uh, and it's called Leader as a Coach. And that workshop has been so transformational with leaders here in the US, over in Europe. And very soon, uh, I think it's this fall, we're gonna be introducing it to a cohort in Asia. And so if you would have an interest in bringing this to your company, reach out to me and we can have a conversation just to see if it's a good fit for you or not. Uh, it's a year long pro program and it, it's just an amazing way to be able to help your team begin to be a coach and ask more questions. The best way for you to create a culture of asking good questions is for you to model it. So when we begin to, to model what we want, um, we're going to begin to see our culture shift. The, the last thing I'll say here too is that don't think that this is just kind of a one and done kind of a deal. Um, you're going to feel like you are repeating yourself. You're going to, you're going to um, feel like all you do is, is ask questions. But honestly, uh, being a great leader means asking good questions over and over and over again and, and being willing to, to say the same things over and over and over again because communicating is saying things over and over and over again and asking questions over and over again. So I hope that's been helpful for you today. Uh, what's, what's one big takeaway um, from something that I've shared today? What can you implement from, from today's episode? Um, do me a favor and shoot me a note. Let me know what you're going to implement from today. I'd love to, I really would love to know. Um, David at davidmcglennon.com. Shoot me an email. Um, let me know what you're going to do differently as a result of, of this podcast and, and what I shared today. So, hey, thank you so much for, for tuning in today. I never take for granted really your time or your attention. So thank you. Thank you for allowing me to, to speak into your growth space. And don't forget to subscribe. Um, we, we love to get new, new subscribers and we want to be able to uh, speak into more leaders and, and help other leaders to, to grow uh, just like you are. So until we meet again, be well and keep growing.